Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Coffee Pods and Wes lovely to be back with you again. Yeah nice to be here we're it's I mean, swinging into the new year completely now aren't we? absolutely <laughs> um, we've got some good questions that have come through from listeners um for our podcasts and i've got one for you today and i hope you're ready um, okay <laughs> so wes is it or was it the reformers who believe that as disciples we aren't part of the decision for God to heal. Have I got that theology correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see. Yeah, I mean, a, a reformed position uh, theologically, yeah, has um, some parameters to it. The way that we see God and we, the way we see ourselves, um, you know. So even within that, you take things of people would believe in uh, in original sin. Of course, on the other side, there's something called original goodness, which is, um, you know, another thing as well. But um, I guess probably what you're coming down to is the issue of um, the sovereignty of God and the free will of man. OK, okay. so um, for some god has to almost and and please if you're in this theological camp i'm not criticizing i'm just trying to explain something to people that perhaps might not get it but god is almost micromanaging reality right so he's he's com he's the complete opposite of the deists who think god created everything and then just shoved off and said good luck guys you know hope you can work this out by on your own um but in in this in the sovereignty position and again i'm probably overstating it you know but but actually what you've got is that for God to be sovereign, he has to be all powerful, almighty, all knowing. OK, happy with that. But actually, that means he he has to decide everything, know everything and have every finger in every pie of every person's reality and life. And of course, one of the flip sides of that is some people have moved to the thing which is actually if God is in control that much, is he not also responsible for evil? Oh, right. And, yeah. And sickness. So you yeah. can see how. I mean, at the end of every theology, ultimately, is a heresy because we take it so far yeah. that it, it, it comes from the other thing. So the question is, is it possible for God to be sovereign, but also to allow us free will and be open to that free will? And that's the question, really, that you're asking. Yeah. Um, so, so when people say, God, would you come and heal? OK, yeah. um, you know, I understand the prayer. Absolutely. But what does Jesus tell the disciples to do? He tells them to go and in his name heal the sick. So I'm not sure that, that you know, Peter, James and John stood with their first healing moment when just sent out. Oh, no, it would be James and John in, in pairs and yeah. said, God, would you come and please heal this person? Um, so certainly at the gate, beautiful when Peter and John are with the guy who's who's lame um, and begging. Um, it's interesting. Peter's prayer isn't God. Would you come and heal this person? Peter's prayer is in the name of Jesus uh, Christ of Nazareth. Yeah. You know, get up and walk. And so you're suddenly thinking, okay, what's the relationship between those two things? Um, is God's sovereignty? Is He wanting to give us all of Himself, including healing and salvation? Yes, He is. Mm -hmm. um, but also somebody put it this way. It is also God's sovereign will that I should choose yeah. and be involved. Yeah, I, I that's just so encouraging because as as you were just talking about sovereign um, and the nature of God in my head, I was thinking 
sovereign to me almost sounds like like you've just said like what he's doing he's allowing us to have free will and be a part of at the same time like I don't know how to describe it fully but yeah. yeah no no i mean i mean you're right and 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 i'm not making god any less yeah by saying that he, he you know I, I don't think god needs to have fingers in every pies i oh. think he's he's much greater than that and i think as i've said before on some podcasts i think god says where's make your play because you know i know how all of this works out whatever you do oh. um but but i think if i put it this way when my kids were growing up i was sovereign in the house yeah Okay, I paid the bills. Uh, we, you know, we did all the things and we fixed things and we ran the house and we fed them and stuff. So in that sense, I was sovereign. But within that, they also got to choose some yeah. of the things that they did, and and actually that choosing was important for them to grow up. Yeah. So I think, and and this might be the bit that we might get some letters about <laughs> contentious, <laughs> but I think God wants the church to grow up yeah and not be like babies where we are being spoon-fed sunday by sunday i think god actually wants to not raise up a nursery i think he wants to raise up an army that mm. does something whereas mm. actually I, I go to some church settings and i think but you're just keeping these people you know in spiritual nappies we just yeah. we feed them and we clear up the mess but actually in the end Jesus sends the disciples out to become part of the kingdom movement. Mm. And I think that's where people say, yes, but, you know, if, 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 if God isn't in control. And I think I want to say to people, God is much, much bigger than that. Yeah. He's, I mean, honestly, Lisa, God isn't sitting in heaven thinking, oh, my goodness me, what's Wes going to say next? <laughs> OK, because yeah. I think he's big enough. He can cope with whatever we do because he's equally prepared for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, wherever you sort of or whatever you believe your theology is on, on this spectrum of how involved we are um, or how much we may influence um, God's decision, which we'll come on to in a little bit, because um, <laughs> that's a very big one. Um, but I just want to start before we do get onto that influencing part with um, does God choose to heal based on the position of our heart? or our beliefs so say you've got somebody who believes that we are nothing to do with the decision of god healing somebody could he still heal them that's what kind of where i suppose i'm coming <laughs> to. It's very much <laughs> i mean the interesting thing is as you read through um old and new testaments okay mm. god is interacting with people saving loving healing yeah. right people who don't believe in him yeah so Naaman, you know, he comes up to the fight of the prophet and he gets healed before he believes. Yeah. In fact, he he so does not believe that he's thinking, what the flipping heck am I dipping in this muddy river here when we've got better ones at home? You know, and 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 in the end, he, he only finds faith after he's been healed. Yeah. He doesn't get it before. And And there are people in the Gospels that Jesus heals who clearly don't follow him afterwards. Yeah. Some do. Absolutely. So the question is, um, yeah, I prayed for a guy who was in fact, he was sitting in his van and he had diabetes. And he said to me, it won't work for me. So I said, why not? He says, I don't believe in God. And I said, it's OK, I believe enough for both of us. So, you know, let's 
this dude. But he let me pray for him. And actually, God really met him. It was really, really wonderful. But actually, God is much bigger than thinking, unless you believe the right thing and read the right Bible and go to the right church and get to the right meeting, only then will I heal you. Because God heals people just because he really likes people, loves people. Yeah. yeah, and I think it goes back to what we were looking at last year in the academy, where we believe God wants you well and whole. Um, yeah. No matter who you are, you know, his intentions for you are good. Um, so, yeah, if you if you know that, that changes things, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, I mean, we talked to some uh, people and, you know, they were really... Um, they're really hesitant about um you know should we pray for healing for for people who aren't christians okay yeah. that was bad enough right <laughs> but should you pray for healing for people who are muslims okay who believe in a different thing you know and so i was i was looking at them and thinking you know what sort of god have you got yeah because it's god's kindness his has said his his loving kindness that leads me to him yeah so if god's saying right Wes, until you get your act cleaned up until you're a bit better than you are don't bother coming mm -hmm. but actually the, the message of the cross is jesus says look Wes, you better come as you are mate because you need a lot <laughs> of help right yeah. by the way i do love you you know come on and actually i discovered that and then things opened up in my life so i've prayed for muslims for healing absolutely yeah. you know and and no i'm not responsible for did they pray the prayer and did they go to, that isn't my responsibility there my responsibility is to be jesus there That's or right. in their case issa which yeah. is the name the muslim name for jesus to be a disciple of issa and and issa can cope with the rest yes because he's pretty big and pretty good at it <laughs> yeah we had some lovely experiences of of um different beliefs or different religions when we were in Nepal um and we we were so hesitant to ask if they would like prayer um so they they were Hindus and we would set we knew that there were particular people who needed physical healing mm. and we were so kind of um like oh this is we shouldn't because they've got a different belief and you know what we said we eventually sound so silly we got the courage to do it and then uh, they said oh yes please um Jesus is still God too. We believe, you know, we believe this God, that God. And all of a sudden we're like, how silly of us to, you know, think that you can't mm. do that. It was, it's such a learning experience for us. It, it is. And actually, I think one of the things that we ought to admit, you know, and I freely do here as a Christian and even as a Christian Anglican priest, you know, um, I haven't got all my theology, right? Yeah. There's still bits that I I don't know, and there's still bits. Probably when I meet Jesus, he'll say, "Where's well, good effort, mate? <laughs> sort of got that little bit wrong here." <laughs> you know, like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. And and I will be absolutely honest. Uh, I you know was brought up in a Baptist church. Uh, you've heard me say I believed in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Bible. Mm -hmm. I think one of the interesting things is I changed my theology. Yeah, because I just I met the Holy Spirit and. I changed my theology about healing. I changed my theology about how God works because suddenly the bigger, there was a bigger picture. Yeah. And today, okay, 43 years on, my bigger picture, I hope, is going to get bigger 
this year because yeah. I see more of who he is. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. That's great. Okay, so the big juicy question. <laughs> <laughs> Do people's prayers influence God's decision to heal? Oh, you see, no, they, you see, there is your big question. So get your pens out and start writing emails <laughs> to us now. Okay, that relates to the first bit. See, the sovereignty thing. If God has decided everything, yeah, then our prayers are, in a sense, nothing because they change nothing. Yeah. But then you get Jesus who's saying, you actually really should pray that your kingdom come and your will be done. Okay. Because actually, sometimes it isn't being done on earth. Right. And actually, if we're, if we're honest, if you look at your, your tablet or your newspaper or your TV, the will of God isn't being done. Yeah. Okay. So even if you take Israel and the Middle East right now, um, let alone other places in the world, God is not getting his will done all the time in the way that he wants, which is why Jesus is saying, guys, you've got to get involved. You've got to pray and you've got to, you've got to be part of it. But then, of course, you come to a story like Abraham. And he has this negotiation with God about 50, 45, you know, I mean, it's, it's almost like the reverse of poker. It's just very, <laughs> trying, to, trying to bring. And I'm sorry if you're offended if I mentioned God and poker in the same um, <laughs> breath. But, you know, it's that it's that thing. He's he's almost saying to God, yes, but if only only and it gets down to 10, mm. you know, and God is clearly open to the intervention. He is clearly open to the intercession. Um, and, and yes, there is clearly. Uh, a, a very clear uh, description in the, in the scripture that God starts the conversation, that God wants us to be involved and he wants the reason to be compassionate. But also, um, you know, and it comes down to how fixed is the will of God in everything? I mean, you know, the, your listeners can't see uh, for the moment, but actually what they would see is that I'm wearing a, a blue shirt now, you know, was it God's will that I wore a blue shirt today? I don't think he was particularly that bothered, you know. So, you know, the will of God is like, well, you know, just as long as you've got clothes on, that's probably a good move. <laughs> and and so do you see what I mean? But And so part of that, we re, we move some things into this has to be the will of God. And he has to decide everything. Mm. And then there are other things like, do I have tea or coffee? We think, well, OK, you know, I, I yeah. get to make that. So my question then is, which is the one that you've brought out, is in saying in the relation to healing. Yeah. Can we only ever do that if God says, I specifically want that done and that person healed? Or does God say, could you just pray for as many people as you can mm. and see as many people as you can healed? Because it reveals that Jesus is healer and saviour and messiah. Mm. And and so I think can, do, do our prayers impact God? I think they do, and I say that not because I'm creating a new theology, but I think that's the message of the Bible. Yeah, Moses great. intercedes for the people and says, "God, please don't you know give them yeah. what they deserve," and God says, "Okay, I won't," <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and there are times when the prophets plead with God and say, "God, please, you know, um, you know." Be merciful to this people, even though we've just been going through Isaiah. You know, the message of Isaiah is, God, please be merciful, even though they really stuff this up. Mm. And to be honest, I am really pleased that people have prayed for me, Lisa, and said to God, help us out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, needs another, he needs another chance. Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's really helpful. I mean, we've, we've really just taken three questions, but they've opened up so much haven't they 
um it's just yeah it just shows how big a god he is it's amazing yeah yeah and, and i think that's that's the message lisa for me i say to people who think god has to have decided everything be in control of everything manipulate everything you know whatever who gets his will done by power i say to them your problem is your god is too small yeah okay actually a god who gets his will done by love a god who can um, work with the choices that we make and weave them into the incredible story that he and fabric of what he's doing and a god whose presence pervades the reality that we live he is more with us than we've ever known before yeah but actually to do that he isn't like a rule ticking box ticking yeah. god who says yeah but he didn't do this and he didn't do that god even blesses the right the wrong thing done for the right reasons yeah. I prayed for some people and thought, oh, God, afterwards you realize you got that completely wrong. <laughs> but God was very gracious and met them. Mm. And so I think there's a great opportunity. And actually, any of your listeners, you know, if they want to write in and say, oh, you know, you yeah. know, absolutely mad of Manchester, you're, you know, you're whatever. <laughs> and, and you're not mad in Manchester. But, you know, write in, let us know. Yeah, it'd be great. And also just one final thought I was having as you were sharing that as well is, I wonder as well whether if we can, as the people praying, relax a little bit um, and not have as many control factors, fear factors, things like that, which we were talking about um, towards the end of last year, I think, weren't we, about, you know, why why is my church resistant, that sort of thing. Then this question, I think, becomes smaller. It becomes less, you know, we don't focus on it as much because... You really like we're just saying you realize how big a god he is um and i just find that super helpful letting you know letting yeah. go of all those other factors yeah. that's great i agree with that yeah wonderful okay well let's come to a close um and we'll join back together next month i think we're going to be starting next month with the healing ministry now something like yeah that which will be wonderful. Um, but do check out our website for lots of different resources that are available around the Christian Healing Ministry, as well as our upcoming events. We look forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>